It's the Daily Podcast Practice Show for Sunday, September 26th, 2021, and I'm your host, the practicing podcaster guy, Rich Grimshaw. Happy Sunday, y'all. It's been a picture-perfect day in North Georgia today. We had clear skies, temperatures in the 70s, low humidity, and you know what? No yellow jackets. Not a single one. I saw no bugs or yellow jackets today. Unbelievable. Just unbelievable for this time of year. I don't know that I have seen a finer day in my life. It was just just gorgeous. Jan and I took advantage of it and worked together this afternoon on our weekend project. We were installing two new raised planting beds that we got from Birdies, which is an Australian outfit. But we got them from their American distributor, uh, EpicGardening.com. And I'll have a link to them in the notes. They look good. They look so good. And they're going to solve a big problem that we have of the grasses getting into our flower beds. Jan's got some flower beds with irises and and it's just overgrown with grass. And we can't get it out of there. So these raised beds will have some really nice soil in them. And we should be able to rip any invasive grasses that get in. Just rip it right out and be done with it. At least I expect we'll be able to do that. We'll see. But I'm, I have to tell you that having, we worked on it yesterday, putting the, the steel uh, pieces together. And then today we located them out there in the yard and got them leveled up and put them on a gravel bed and so forth. And, you know, it wasn't terrible work. It wasn't excruciating, but I'm feeling my age as I record this on Sunday evening. <laughs> oh gosh, I'm sore. This fall weather makes uh, makes for just a great time to be outdoors and working on things. And it also makes me think of apples. I mean, th- this is the season for apples, you know, and I enjoy just picking one up off the counter. Jan has bought them and we got a bunch here at the house and having an apple on a day like today. It's just that the weather, everything about the days makes me think of them because this is when apples are harvested, right? And there's they're plentiful and you've got lots of them. Uh, when it's snowing in February or the dogwoods are blooming in April, I'm not thinking so much of apples. But on a September or October day that's as nice as today, yeah, I think about apples. And so it is fitting that we observe on this day, September 26th, Johnny Appleseed Day. Johnny Appleseed is uh, is John Chapman, but he's known as Johnny Appleseed. And he was an American pioneer that was responsible for bringing apple trees to parts of Illinois, Indiana, Ohio, West Virginia, and Pennsylvania. And and apparently he was good at it because he became famous. But, you know, even, even though there's this, uh, there's this popular image of Johnny Appleseed spreading apple seeds random everywhere he went, that's not really the case. What he really did was he would very strategically plant nurseries of of trees and then put fences around these nurseries and leave them to the care of the neighbors. They could benefit from them. And every year or two, he would come back around to the nursery and tend to the trees. Uh, I think the very first nursery that he planted was somewhere in Pennsylvania, and then he moved west from there. And the reason he did this was because there was a frontier law that enabled anyone to lay a claim, a homestead claim, to a piece of land. All they had to do to establish this homestead was to plant 
some fruit trees. You, you had to plant like 50 apple trees and 20 pear trees or something like that, and they had to grow for at least three years, and then you could claim your homestead, and that homestead was worth 100 acres of land. So the math is pretty simple. You plant some trees, you get 100 acres. Nice deal, okay? So he would plant apple trees to make a nursery and go on and do it again and go on and do it again, and then he would come back occasionally. And after a while, he had a lot of homesteads because you could have more than one, and then he would sell them off to people. And one statistic that I see, and I really don't understand this, it says that when he died in March... When he died on March 11, 1845, he had 1,200 acres of land, more than 1,200 acres of land. Well, that's only 12 homesteads. I have a feeling he had a lot more than that. So maybe that was just what he had left and all the others had been sold off. But wait, there's more. Johnny Appleseed went around planting these nurseries and he planted the apples from seed. And what little I know about apples is that if you take seeds and you put them in the ground, and apple trees grow, you don't know what kind of fruit you're going to get. You have absolutely no idea. The only way to predict what kind of fruit you're going to get is to take a graft from a, an apple tree that's producing the kind of fruit that you want and graft that onto whatever is growing. And from that graft, then you will get a desirable apple. But if you just plant seeds, you don't know what you're going to get. In fact, well, you do know what you're going to get. You're going to get a bunch of bad apples, apples that just aren't good for eating. In fact, the, there's only one good thing that these apples can do, and that is they can be fermented and turned into hard apple cider. And in frontier America, apple cider was the drink of choice on the frontier. It was chosen over wine, chosen over beer, chosen over water because water wasn't always pure. There was a lot of hard cider being made from all these apples. On a personal experience level, I have to tell you, I tried growing apple trees, and I didn't have any luck. We planted four trees, and they were dead within two years. Now, of course, I didn't plant them in the best spot on the property, but it was the best spot that I had at the time, and it just didn't work. So I don't know. Maybe I'll try again. Maybe I'll plant some. Maybe I won't. But today, I'm just going to be happy and rejoice that we had a Johnny Appleseed Day. While we're here, let's take a look at some fun facts about apples. And I'm reading this from HolidaysCalendar.com, and I'll have a link to this in the notes. The only apple native to North America is the crab apple. Crabby apple. It takes approximately two pounds of apples to make a single nine-inch apple pie. Johnny Appleseed didn't plant the first American apple trees. That would be the Pilgrims, and I, I, I'm pretty sure they grafted them. That's what I would think. The Pilgrims planted apple trees at the Massachusetts Bay Colony. The biggest apple ever picked off an apple tree was three pounds, and they don't, they don't say whether that's in America or that's worldwide. That's a, that's a mighty big apple. The average U.S. apple orchard is approximately 50 acres in size. That's a lot. A lot of trees. That's a lot of management. To make one apple, the apple tree has to collect energy from 50 of its leaves. During colonial times, apples were known as winter bananas. Really? That's what they called them? Well, that means during colonial times, they had to know about bananas. And bananas came from like South America. That doesn't make sense to me. Anyhow, 
apples will ripen approximately six times faster at room temperature than in the refrigerator. How much does a peck of apples weigh? I don't care. Let's see. Approximately 75% of the fiber and antioxidants found in an apple exists in the peel. So eat. Ooh, that means if you peel those apples and put them in a pie, wow, you're not getting the fiber and the antioxidants. You're just getting a whole bunch of sugar that you put in there with that pie. So there you go. Okay, next to the last fun fact, approximately 25% of all American-grown apples are exported. I don't know where they go. America's longest-living apple tree lived from 1647 to 1866, and it was killed by a derailed train. Mm, how about a train that was in the process of being derailed? I'm, I'm thinking as, as it was being derailed, it hit the tree and killed it. I mean, after it was derailed, it couldn't do anything. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just saying. That's where it is. So happy Johnny Appleseed Day, y'all. I hope you're a little bit smarter and you know a little bit more about apples than you did 10 minutes ago because that's how long I've been jabbing. <laughs> so we're going to wrap this up. Let's wrap this one up in a burlap bag that says Johnny Appleseed on it, and then we'll stick a fork in it because it's done. I'm Rich Grimshaw, and you are invited to join me again tomorrow. Thanks for listening. <laughs>